Welcome, everyone. I'm so happy to be here with you. Let's begin our call together by coming into our pillars of light, our beautiful, sacred, living diamonds that make up us. And Mother and Father, we want to be very close with you today. You are always close with us. So we hold hands with you and bring you close into our hearts, right beside us. And we feel your honey love wrapping around us as the warmest hug that we need at this time. A reassurance, a nurturing, and love. And Mother Earth, together holding hands with Mother and Father God, we grab hold of your hands. Our giver of life, our friend, our sister, in one beautiful stream of light. Now we reach out and expand with our breath and connect with our family so easily, so simply, that we do every day. And we join with our beautiful crystalline grid around the planet, one hand to one hand. Thank you, everyone. Welcome. We're so happy to be here. So we have a very special show today. The title of it is Archangel Michael, The Grand Difference of Choosing What Is Instead of What Was. Archangel Michael today brings a transmission of alignment and enlightenment specific to this juncture of our arising. We're going to see how our personal journeys are enhancing the greater movement of ascension for all at this monumental moment. Well, that sounds like a show to be a part of. So to connect with us easily, of course, on our blog talk calls every Saturday at 2, unless it's Sunday at 2, which is today. We also have a Facebook page, Who Needs Light. We have a website, whoneedslight.org, where you can connect with other messages there. And with that, we're going to say a very big hello to Christine and Catherine. And just to let you know, Christine is very sick with her mission, joyful in her heart always, but her physical body is in a big transmuting time right now. And she'll talk more about that. And then also from our 
from our dear sister Catherine. So let's say hello and welcome them to the show. Hi, sisters. Hi, Meg. Hi, and here's hey. Christine, too. Hey, Meg. Hey, everybody. Super excited to be together today. Yes, we're going to give Christine a little break so she doesn't have to talk too much until the channeling. We're going to start. Meg, are you there? I am. Okay. How about if you give us the um, this, the order of things here, Wonderful. and we'll follow your lead. To. Okay, great. So we'll start with uh, hello with uh, Michael, and go ahead and let Christine bring Michael through and set the pace for us all for what we're going to be talking about. We also hey, will see, be doing. I will. Oh, I'll jump as myself real quick first. My my delicious. <laughs> Do people know in yeah. private that's what I call you, Megalicious? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then I'll throw it back to you, Meg, if okay. that's good timing, and uh, then you can introduce Michael. That sounds great. Thanks, love. There, appreciate you uh, turning the show upside down, putting things last first at this mm-hmm. last minute so that... Um, so that I can get this through. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to tell everyone, like we were talking on the phone just before the show, Meg, we all three, Meg and Catherine and I, have a commitment to the company of heaven and to you that we tell it like it is. We have... It's kind of tricky sometimes because we see everyone out there working so hard. We get your letters, your reach for love, for support, for help. And telling it like it is, right alongside that, we have another commitment, which is we choose joy, we choose peace, we choose the qualities of this new golden day. So right along with how sick I am, others of you are, is our absolute choice to embody, to uphold, to invite, to be the qualities of this new bright day. And I mean bright. So I'm sitting here, and out every window, it's so bright because we still are covered in snow from the huge, huge snowstorm we had here on the East Coast. Well, it moved across the country in the United States and really just dumped like we got over 30 inches of snow here at the homestead. (laughs) It's everywhere, and it's just bright. It, it's so bright, it's almost too much light for the eyes. You have to either squint or... That's what I want to be in the midst of these moments. <laughs> I want to be so much light that to think of me, to see me, to feel me reach out past my, through my, in the midst of my healing, humanity, 
that you got to squint <laughs> to think of me. <laughs> and I won't give up till I'm there. <laughs> I used to always say growing up, the sun never sets when you're cool. Because I would always like think I was really cool to wear my sunglasses, even though it really wasn't sunny <laughs> or it was evening. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. The light never dims if you're cool. <laughs> and it has to be genuine. We talk about that all the time, don't we, Meg, in private? Like, mm-hmm. it isn't. I love that in the Bible, put on the face of the man you want to become. I've always just loved that. But there's a, it's genuine. It's putting on that face until you become that man in God. <laughs> Because already, originally, that's who we are. So it's the return to who we are. Mm-hmm. And so with that, I'll just say it's been brutal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Last week, I couldn't even get on. And I, I, I just couldn't. So... The last time I spoke, I was like, these gateway energies are amazing. There's, we're turning into our healing. And that has not changed. This is what healing looks like. This is what victory looks like. I know it. So I want to just jump on personally because I wanted to say what I'm absolutely sure of. This is real. We are ascending. We are a family. A family called humanity. This is an unprecedented healing of self and all. We are one in ways we have so forgotten that I know it in my bones, in my cells, in my mind, in my emotions, in my heart. And I apply that to my choices. I know God loves us. I know we are God's love. I know it. I don't care how rough the night gets. I don't care how sick. And I think that Archangel Michael's going to talk a bit about the attack of light workers that's still ongoing. But I've even come to look at that so differently. To me, attack is just still where we need to turn our attention to raise up. It is a result of a very embroiled realm, embroiled in pain, suffering, choices that weren't always for the light. So to heal, which is more available than ever before, is to stand in faith to choose in faith during this final long dark night that really isn't even dark. It's just bumpy. It's rough. We're sick, some of us. We're exhausted, many of us. And there are light warriors on every front from the physical, doing the actual logistical changes at great sacrifice and risk. There are light 
workers. Isn't that amazing? Light workers in every imaginable. Some we just don't even ever speak about. They're so specific to the area they came to bring light to. Or they're so just rock steady in their jobs. Each one of us matters. I cannot even believe I'm this sick. <laughs> it sucks so bad. <laughs> it's so harsh and so rough. I throw up all the time. Oh, um, Archangel Michael's poking me to explain a little bit. So, so what it feels like for me with this latest kind of you know, guys, I hesitate to say it this way, but it is what it is, right? There is, yes, a weapon aimed at me. <laughs> yes, of course, I ask for and I have protection. Yes, of course. But I have faith. If this is what I'm to walk through, what we're to walk through, each uniquely, all right, let's just do it. Now, I do that. I'm very weepy a lot. And there's no guarantee I won't cry on this show. But, <laughs> you know, that kind of like, oh, I'm so tired. Cry <laughs> happens a lot. <laughs> but what it feels like is that it somehow makes a gap between my skin and my body and a very terrible current runs between my skin and my body. Now, it took me a long time to get to this place. And I still, in the middle of the night, tearfully ask Catherine quite often, am I doing something wrong? Because I feel if I claim healing in this bright day, if I just hold fast, then it won't be happening. And that in me is what I have to relax over and over again. That, that's not the part. I don't, there's so many things I don't understand. And that's, I don't have the full picture of that. But what I know is that this is the new day. The golden age is beginning, has begun. I know that my life has purpose here. I know that yours does. I know love is real. I know God is real. I know why I'm here. I choose faith. So I just want to impart that in whatever form this bumpy bit is taking for you, for each of us. You are not alone. Not just our unseen, beautiful family of teams and mentors and healers and security and all the rest. There is a family right here on the surface, and we are joined heart to heart, hand to hand, light to light. There are some of the most miraculous and surprising certain folks that just show up that I would have never known were going to stand by me in the long night and I would stand by them 
and I'm amazed, and it's a miracle. But really, I'm not surprised. I love so much what our brother Yosef, that's another thing that's real. The RV, GCR, the Global Currency Reset, the Prosperity Program, St. Germain's Restoration of Wealth, Prosperity, and Abundance at God's level, God's determination, is real and in motion. No one give up. Stand with me in faith as we see it come to be. I am sure, sure, not just as an act of faith. I'm so sure that my faith has become galvanized reality. I know. When you're sad, take hands on the inner planes and know with me. That's how I get through. I take your hands and I know with you. Now, our Yosef in Dinarland, once again, I tell you, I can't count how many times I've read his light-filled words in the middle of the night. This one is written yesterday and it's called Sacrifice. It's so sweet, you know. His writing is so light-filled. His transmission has given us all so very much. And he's talking about, in the beginning, you know, everyone reading this and, and going through this, waiting for the prosperity, for example, because we light workers are kind of tapped out, aren't we? <laughs> in physical, emotional, mental, and financial ways. <laughs> he says, are you, are you waiting anxiously or patiently? And I love that because when I get this sick and exhausted, it's a moment-to-moment choice all the time. And we are literally here to make that choice in the moment as often as it takes to restore and reclaim peace on earth, the light of God within ourselves, displacing what is misqualified energy spent frivolously or perhaps intentionally on experience that didn't result in more light. We are here to displace, replace, heal that within ourselves with God's light and love by making a new choice. So we are here to do that. So when I'm sick, don't you think I'm crazy? Well, you already know that I probably am crazy, but I... There is something in me that just knows I'm getting to make that choice often second to second because it's so rough. But I also know that's what I'm here to do. And with that comes a surge of powerful peace. Like I'll even go as far as to say excitement. Then I get all riled up and go to the Council of Light and demand they help me heal my body. (laughs) (laughs) Of all light workers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to read a few lines here and there. You can find it on Dinar Chronicles. And the title is Sacrifice. And I've already given a few bits, but 
says, Yosef says, remember, true sacrifice renders time irrelevant. That's right. Mm-hmm. Not only irrelevant, but if we can stay in it, in the meadow of our own hearts, choosing the light in the face of whatever arises, in the midst of whatever arises, then we will even be it's even possible to come to see time as a benefit because we can get more healing done, intensified healing for ourselves in this realm done. Now, mm-hmm. now is a special time. Everything is completely condensed and compressed. Yosef says, as this is the life both you and God have agreed to accomplish before your soul manifests nothing into something. (laughs) What? (laughs) It requires great sacrifice. Now, to me, that is just noble sacrifice. Not sacrifice has become a tricky word, hasn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. To give away something of yourself in service to another. Money, time, reputation. Sacrifice is something lost. So another can gain with no expectation of its return. Yosef, you rock my world. To live in sacrifice is the highest form of life and also the most honorable of deaths. A simultaneous truth, if you will. As the universal scale of justice balances out. That's what we're doing. Reconciling its weight in real time. How many years of your life would you sacrifice for a dying loved one, a child, a parent, a community, a country, a species, a planet? One year, two, ten, whatever the situation warranted? Pihikaka. That's a Yosef quote. (laughs) If you knew the price of waiting for the RV, the global currency reset, really knew it, would you have even considered the investment or given it a second thought financially? Maybe. A small handful of human angels spread out in different corners of the earth, perhaps. Enough to know all by name, first, middle, and last. And that's us, too. The network on this call. We know each other very well. Spread out across this earth. We have 45 slots in the retreat. There's a handful of them still potentially open. And everyone is coming from everywhere, all over this globe. Mm-hmm. Yosef says, because that's all that's left on these websites and calls, human angels. The new powers that be know that. And that's why sovereign rates are being offered to them. It just goes on. You know, it's so rich what he gives us. He goes on about sacrifice. But it 
it's the kind of sacrifice I've come to know very well. And so have you all. And in that sacrifice, in the night where I'm shaking and sleep two or three hours at best ever and throw up constantly and have a tremendous amount of physical pain, there is such a sweetness of being and I will be able to look each of you in the eye as I can look myself and my God in the eye. Now, you don't have to go to extremes if it's not what your life plan called for. You're not offering less to be a gatekeeper, operating elegantly, living near the land. You're not doing less to be a light bearer, shining for us all through the long night. It isn't, we don't pay for our ascension through sacrifice. This is not a a bargaining tool with God. This is simply a way that we may turn all the pain that has been life on surface earth into a kind of grace. It's a way for us to give a gift back. And soon, I promise you, the window will be closed on living like this. So together... Let's just gather closer, closer by the violet fire bonfire, warming ourselves, cooling ourselves, joining close, and let's stand fast in faith. I promise you, I will not waver. Thank you, Christine. We're going to give her a moment to catch her breath. And mm-hmm. You felt the, the deep commitment that Christine has made. And I, I can describe to you, in the middle of the night, when it seems like it's going to be a, a year till it gets light, and she's in pain, <laughs> and behind it, Beneath it, underneath it, there is a sense of peace that she always carries with her. So for her, it's not a sacrifice in the, in the way that a lot of people think of that. It's not a painful offering. It's a gift. I love how you said that. This is a gift that we give. So her transmuting is a gift to ascension, to all of us. And it's with her hand in mother and father's hand, with her deep connection to Sananda and her constant conversation with the company of heaven and Archangel Michael, always checking with them, always wanting to know Am I doing this right? Are we in the right direction? Is this what's required? Is there more I can do? But always with it is this sense of peace. And I'm here because I promise to be here. 
I'm here because this is my commitment to ascension. And look at all my good company. <laughs> so we are a family. We get closer every week. We work with each other more closely as every day passes. And we'll talk more on, as the call goes on about actions that we're going to do together. So Christine's catching her breath, and she's going to bring Archangel Michael through. <laughs> Are you ready, Christine? <laughs> All right. I'm going to pass the talking stick right here across the room <laughs> to Christine. And here is our dear brother, Archangel Michael and Christine. <laughs> well, I'll follow that. <laughs> it's Archangel Michael, your devoted brother, Prince of Light. And I am full of joy and light, God's light, to be with you all today in this personal and heartwarming way. You know, there's so many interesting things that go on in each of your lives. And one of the most interesting points for us are the choices you make. When you reach closer to us, when you trust us, I'll tell a story about here at the New York homestead. There was a, I have a long-standing running joke, and some of you have heard the stories over the years, with occasional surprises that show up at the homestead. And this one, there is a, I've become known for when Christine is so sick in the night, there will be miraculous and incredible flash or private sales. <laughs> and when she thinks she can't go on, I will direct her to a site with a flash sale where something will be on sale and then on sale again and then on sale again for two hours. <laughs> I confess, this is the kind of fun we get to have sometimes. And we have it with you in your way, in your world too. As you draw closer to us, let's just say everything becomes very flexible. Reality is not as rigid as you believe it to be. Reality is very flexible. So, it's always a push and a pull. But she never wants to spend money on anything. <laughs> right. She still has a fixed pre-RV belief and never wants to buy anything. <laughs> so we'll do our usual dance back and forth. I will gently remind her that it's not her money. She has declared many times, God's money. <laughs> And the things are always very small and modest. In this case, there was little small pillows with pictures of national parks and twin flames. <laughs> well, she calls them twin flames. It's a kind of bright retro art. And it was on sale, on sale, on sale. So it got down to a ridiculously just some dollars, a 
a few dollars price. And I told her which ones to get. She promptly ignored me (laughs) and got one. And I bothered her for days to do as I had said and get the rest. She would not. Finally, I had brought this up with her day and night. Now, this is the kind of fun we can have when you're sorting through your own lower nature in a way that you keep your hand in ours, that you keep surrendering your small will to God's will. So that being the case, truly, in her case, for example, we get to have a bit of fun with it. All lessons do not have to be painful. (laughs) But this is really something that still needs softening in her pre-prosperity. And we can't even say pre-prosperity anymore. Prosperity has arrived. So what shows up right in the midst of the great storm of 2017, United States of America, restored Republic of America, are all the pillows. It's a miracle. No one in the house can believe it. Christine goes rushing to see if they were all paid for or (laughs) how this happened. But here they are, proudly set up, along the long sofa, which is now called the Twin Flame Sofa. (laughs) (laughs) Because of these beautiful, artistic, brightly colored pillows. All right, why do I tell such a personal story? Well, as always, this applies to each and every one of you. What I want to tell you about us is this. When... You have a delight like that and a surprise from us. Perhaps it's a conversation that you can hear more clearly than ever before. Perhaps miniature twin flame pillows show up in the mail and you can't explain how. The way we get those feelings back from you is through your trust in us. Through your faith. When you stand in faith, no matter what, we have that thrill coming back across the dissolving veil from you. That is what makes us laugh and go to each other and say, guess what happened? And it is that feeling that you have when you first hear us speak with you or feel our presence near or have an angelic intervention, or just know the warmth in your belly when the network across the world connects, the network of your family on the surface and above. It is the exact same thing. A couple days later, the house was very cold, And it was sometime in the middle of the night, and Christine went to stoke the two fires, and Sananda told her, leave the fires alone. Don't stoke them. This made no sense to her. But she left them be. 
as Sananda had requested. Hours later, Catherine came through, came down, not 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 too many, maybe a couple hours later, and said, "Well, how perfect the fires had gone down to the perfect amount. They'd been running the fires so much it would be dangerous not to clean them out, and they had she had waited for them to go down enough to do so." Within minutes, she had them cleaned out and a roaring fire reestablished in each fireplace. But that kind of simple, you might think of as a small thing, but just a decision in faith like that, Sananda said, leave the fires be. Christine did. That is the gift back across. That's what we get thrilled about. That's what we talk about you about. Not just how to love you or what a handful you are. (laughs) We are amazed by your choices, by your faith. And it gives us a rush, a gift, a fountain of thrills inside of us when we see you choose, follow through, and demonstrate that faith. And it is through that very choice, through that faith applied as choice, that you rise, that you relax what was to embrace what is. You don't have to conquer and butcher your old beliefs. Relax them in love. Allow them to melt and transform before you in the violet fire. Look at them. They did not control you. You chose them. And now you are wise enough to make another choice. (coughs) Acceptance of what is, is wondrous. You do not need to be fearful that you will align with the wrong thing. Yes, each and every incarnated human has put their faith in the wrong thing, so to speak. That doesn't mean you don't know the difference. You may use that mightily to ensure inside yourself that you will tell the truth to yourself. Surrender isn't just giving over. It is this choice in faith I keep speaking of. Surrender is surfing. To surf, you don't become rigid. It's not one choice. 
surfing is awareness brought to the present moment to make choice to choice to choice to choice to choice to choice to modulate yourself, your physical self, your emotions, to bring crisp, clean awareness, consciousness, so that you may have this incredible experience surfing. Surrender is like that, bringing your crisp, clean consciousness to the present moment, not to decide once and be done so you can go back to that which numbs you. It's holding that attention easily, moment to moment to moment, modulating so that you may have an incredible, aware experience, no matter what the conditions unfolding are. Acceptance is easy. Acceptance is easy. If something causes a shard of divisiveness, if something, whether it be a moment, another, a message, a transmission, if it causes divisiveness, fear, inwardly, you may just, in your surfing, modulating, choosing, 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 you will easily recognize that. You don't need to punish the deliverer the delivery system, with compassion, you can continue to surf, saying, well, I see, that's laced with fear. There's some divisive elements to that. And you can keep on your wave, gliding, riding, aware. Which weighs more, a ton of feathers or a ton of lead? (laughs) Which weighs more, a ton of feathers or a ton of lead? Of course, they weigh the same. They are each a ton. So why does a ton of feathers seem lighter? It's not. See, contemplate that one question and heal your perception while you surf. There's no need to wonder why and why and why and why. When you are aware, present, divinely curious, and willing to tell the truth to yourself. You will live in a state of wonder. And there will be not the same, I will say it, neurotic drive to low-end wonder. But why? But why? But how? But when? Relax all that. 
put your focus on your active choice in faith. And all of that will not just become secondary. It will dissolve as you do what you came to do. Hold the light for this very day. Reclaim. Reclamation. Restitution. Restoration of dignity. Of light. Let it flood into the language you use. The way you speak your words your emotions and feelings, your thoughts, your choices and decisions. Your choices and decisions. That is the gateway. You are the supreme gate gatekeeper of. When you just go a little easier on yourselves, And truly, the way to do that is by being willing to be honest with yourselves within. When you're hard on yourself, it's because you're still holding out the light of truth in some area of your life. So to be willing to be more honest with yourself is to be easy is to be relaxed. You don't have to memorize anything. You don't have to remember. Because you stand in the one alive moment of truth itself. In that moment, the air is rarefied. There is plenty for you and for all. You can breathe. I have come directly to each of you today in a very intimate way. I have drawn close. And I ask that you draw close with me. We are aware of all that you are facing. None of it is unseen nor trivialized. And this is indeed your greatest hour to shine through your choices in your faith. Faith in love, in each other, in kindness, in God. We are here. We will not leave your side. We have faith in you. I am your brother, Archangel Michael. Call me. Thank you, Michael. I love you. 
Oh, I didn't mean to cut off the I love you, but I know we all felt it. (laughs) Yes, we did. Oh, my, that was so... Hey, Jay. ...wide and broad and beautiful and... I want to I want to pick up on some of the things he talked about, but it's let's give it a moment. And Christine is also a little tired from this, so she'll be resting while we continue on. Thank you, Michael. We feel your love. We really do. And the invitation to hold on to them and be let them be present with us. What a help that is. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I should mention we have Che here who really enjoys these shows, but he's a little mm, extra vigilant, and now he wants to have some of his treats. And trying to interfere with us during the shows. Yeah, so we get some interference, and Che gets a little wired at times. But he'll join us now, and I'm going to tuck him into my sweater so he'll have a nice, cozy time. Come on, Shay. It's a little hard for them because we have we have animals here who are so sensitive to the energies that any um, intensity, any uh, the attack is usually to to raise the jangly frequency so that it irritates them and then they get a little fried and upset so we're just settling him down that's it Jay he also hears the ascended masters you can see it on his face he goes into this distant um, his eyes sort of turn inward and he gets kind of dreamy and you can tell he's listening for instructions, for information. So he's he's very much involved with us as we as we progress today. So as Michael was talking, he creates these images that are so helpful. I love the surfing image of choose, choose, choose. And it reminded me, I've never been a surfer, but it reminded me of skiing as well. And how when you learn to ski, you first have to learn not to fight against the mountain, not to fight against gravity. You work with it. You flow with it. And I was thinking about um, what to talk about today in these they asked us to tell a personal, some personal information about how we're experiencing these things. And as I was um, doing some more deep diving and looking at these issues of how do we raise ourselves up, how do we choose love in the face of all things? And for some of us, I think most of us, it's difficult because our three-dimensional training was upside down and backwards. We learned to be egotistical, and that was supposed to be a good thing. You're supposed to be um, competitive. 
and strive for success and accomplishment and so on. And then when we come to unity, there's no place for that. There's no place for any of those things anymore. So making the transition from the way of life that we really knew to this new unity and truly love of for one another that just doesn't allow for any of that anymore. It's not it's not a loving family to be in opposition with the other family members or in competition. So moment by moment by moment right now we're all making these deep and profound choices and it may not even seem that way you know all of us are light workers but not everybody is a transmuter like Christine has described we're all doing different kinds of light work and the light bearers (laughs) she was talking earlier the light bearers are the ones who really generate the energy of light and love. And if you're a transmuter, you're out there in the cold water swimming, and the light bearers are on the shore with the warm towels and the cocoa, (laughs) and they're the ones that help us to keep going. So we talk with each other, we compare our stories because it's so important that we all know it's not it's not just that you'd have um uh, nausea or exhaustion from being a light worker that's one kind of light worker and then there are those who are out there on the front lines in the government and politics and RV changes and they're doing light work by being boots on the ground. Oh, and here's Che, who's doing his part of protection. He is, as he has described through our animal communicator, he's on the Ashtar security team. And he's upset by these energies that are coming in that are he feels as threatening to the family, and he is trying to protect us. He is a light worker. And for him, that's what it looks like. So don't think that, you know, if you're not up in the middle of the night feeling your bones aching, it's not that you're not working hard. Some of you are are going to a job where you have to deal with the three-dimensional issues and can bring love and light and compassion your fellow workers that's doing light work that Mm -hmm. is so important Mm -hmm. and there are the the folks like Yosef who wrote that beautiful piece for us Mm. reminding us that prosperity is God's work it's God's gift and we're Mm -hmm. all taking part in these things that are brand new This isn't the way we used to look at life. So when we're 
going through this moment-to-moment choice like Michael described. It's about, for me, it's about leaving behind all ego. And when we surrender our will, that's really what we're saying. I'm going to lay aside this ego that I worked so hard to build up, to feel important, to feel successful, to be an expert. We call it expert-itis. <laughs> we don't have to do a perfect version of some task. We have to do it with love in our hearts. And when you do that, even the simplest little task during the day, doing the dishes, it's it's doing it with love in our hearts. And for me, that's upside down and backwards. I set aside the ego and say, uh-oh, all right, don't want to do that. Instead, I'm going to reach and connect with the master who's here to help me. Often it's Sananda or Michael. And I talk to them about it and say, now I want to do this in a way that is a higher dimensional expression of who I am. And it made me think about something that they talked about a while ago, where in the higher dimensions, when masters talk to each other, they're very considerate and manage their energy very carefully. And that's part of what I'm learning right now, is to manage, and I think everyone is, is working on this one, to manage your mm-hmm. energy, light and a high frequency. It's so different than pushing your gift on somebody or doing a favor for somebody in the form that you think it should be. It's exactly the opposite. You pull in your energy. You read the other person's energy. You think about what will help them in a, in a sense of peace and harmony and love. So those are just a few of the the things I've seen recently. And the the part that has that I can see people a lot of people struggling with is this ego issue. Now what is an ego really how does it affect being honest with yourself? We're trained in, in this lower dimension to build up our ego and be proud of it. And now we're saying let it go. We don't need it anymore. It doesn't serve us. So all those years of training were about being honest with yourself about how much you want for yourself, about how much you care about yourself and your own success. Is really selfishness. So now we're transmuting, we're looking at all those moments in ourselves where we put ourselves before the harmony with others. So thank you, Michael. I'm seeing where there's anxiety, there's ego. 
And there is no anxiety where there is God. There is no fear where there is God. So I encourage you all to keep do that, doing that transmuting and searching and looking for the gateway out, which is to put your focus on others and be of service. The words are simple, but it is a moment-to-moment-to-moment choice. So I want to give a a little shout-out to our friend Marcia, who sends us beautiful decrees and suggestions for how to use the violet fire, how to keep going every day, day by day. So... Meg is going to to help us with an action from Marcia, and I'm going to talk for a second about Buddha. <laughs> Buddha, B-E-W-D-A-H, is a light worker who contributes to messages on um, the Narc Chronicles. And Buddha submitted this entry on March 6th. It's a group meditation. And he suggests that it happen at 12 noon Hawaii time every day, which is 6 o'clock Eastern time. And I'm just going to read this short action that he suggested, and we can combine these and form a wonderful group action between all of us. So here's Buddha's suggestion for the noon group meditation. It is time. We will raise the vibration of the RV process so high that those against the light will no longer be able to exist in it. In meditation, send pure, pure white light of love to all bankers and world leaders who control the process of the RV. Remember, nothing but pure love. Invoke the highest order for the good of all mankind. Invoke the energy and spirit of Ho'oponopono between you and all beings on the planet. Let us all unite as one spirit of God and begin the healing globally, right now. May those who try to stop this blessing feel our love and be compelled to unite with us or categorically vibrate off to their band of affinity. But remember, no trauma, anger, hate, fear, resentment, or loathing to any degree. Only love of the purest intention for the upliftment of all mankind. It is time, everyone. Enough is enough. So that's Buddha's group meditation, 12 noon every day, Hawaii time, 6 o'clock Eastern U.S. time. P.M. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I'm going to pass this back to you, Meg, and you can um, weave that, if you would, into your discussion about Marcia's decree and the mm. action that, that she suggested for us. Wonderful. I think it's a good idea and fitting. So I pass this to you, Meg. (laughs) 
Thank you. I always imagine the we're all around the fire and those they used mm-hmm. to be these um round and you would they're like rain sticks and you would turn them upside down and you'd hear all the mm-hmm. all the pings down. That's what I so I always imagine that as we're passing it around and and the company of heaven of course is listening to all of you. So the talking stick is with all of you too. So you're mm, thinking and yes. thinking and you know, and so you get the talking stick too. So your microphone is on and wired for sound <laughs> during the call. <laughs> yeah. And um you know, and I just want to point out sometimes the um you may not be aware but our, our potential for transmuting of course is much greater during the call. So uh, you know, many times mm. Christine will cough and cough and she'll go into a little bit heightened state or or Catherine will say she feels the nervous system jitters, or all of you may feel a heightened sense of something you're experiencing. And, you know, I have, you know, uh, people on the land who are shooting guns off during the call. And so oh my. it's, uh, yeah, so it's our turn to transmute. So what's mm-hmm. my choice? Right? So I get to choose. And so it's it's all exactly, as Michael said, it just, you know, it is what it is and what is our choice now. So know that your choices during this call and always are are um, so filled with uh, the power to be able to to choose love at any moment, but extra special when we're joined like this. And the the light working, I like how Christine said we all work with the light, what light workers, mm-hmm. and just a couple of personal stories, and then we'll bring in Marcia's. Um, action for this story ends in glory family action team right. we'll do this together <laughs> very simple but it's always good to Meg, be intentional with our yes i i forgot i was going to mention the retreat speaking of this story oh, ends yes. in glory i just Perfect. to let everybody yes. know we're really excited and that that's going to be another kind of action family action so there are just a few spots left for the retreat and I just wanted to let people know that, that we're really excited um, for the April 24th to May 1st gathering. So back to you, Meg. Thanks. Oh, thank you. Wonderful. And for those of you who are sending in your responses, oh, my gosh, I am reading each line, and I am uplifted and giggle and laugh and, and very moved. So we're all reading every word. And sometimes I'll go back and I'll say, where are they from? Curacao? i got to look that yeah. up. Where are they from? <laughs> everywhere. You know, so, yeah, everywhere. New Zealand and and United Kingdom and all over Europe and South America and Africa. Just amazing. So I am enjoying every word. So thank you for your beautiful stories. So as Christine was talking about working with the light and as we all got a wonderful, uplifting uh, tutorial to build on our grid working and our angelic, working with our angelic teams, I was sitting outside with the animals this morning. It's 70 degrees here, a beautiful day, and we were all just laying in the grass and I was doing some grid work and I was the sun was pouring in and I was just, Shoring up the grid around the house and the grid around us is just a 
fun activity to do when you're sitting in the sun. And I could see the rays of light coming in and tell there was a, there was a unique perspective that I was being shown where light is continually pouring forth from Mother and Father God, which is love and light and truth and intelligence and encoded and enlightened and downloads and upgrades all contained in these uh, light filaments coming at us. And I could see them coming in and I would use them to build the grid. I would just see them weaving like a tapestry, like a weaver in and around the grid at the house. And I realized that the grid is never the same. Light is never the same. So the grid I'm rebuilding is not a rebuilding. It's not a it's not recreation of something that was. This is the new light is, like Michael said. So every time we're gridding, we're doing grid work. We're doing work with our angelic teams. We are working with what is, the light as it is coming. It was very fun to think of it that way as this living consciousness that is always providing us opportunities for higher and higher vibrations and levels. It's really sweet, and I was very grateful for Mother and Father and the crystalline light for showing me an aspect of it that was that was uh, moving. And as I've been practicing the grid work and working with my angelic teams to clean the area around the house and within our pillars and the animals and the farm, I noticed that I'm hearing the animals more clearly. I am telepathically communicating with them easier. Now, they were always doing it. <laughs> it's me that's with the cleaner atmosphere in the house with our intentions as a family unit to raise our vibrations and live in higher harmony that we are connecting easier. And I'm noticing that I am able to hear their wishes easier and respond to their needs very quickly I am able to hear what they're saying. I need more cover or that it's too cold or um, uh, would you please clean the water or I'm really hungry. Just nuances. So I've been enjoying that and I'm very grateful for Michael and Christine and the help with the good work and the angelic teams working in more intimacy. And as well, as we lead into this action, this equinox and the violet flame have been very touching with me too. So this equinox has been called the gateway of the reclamation of balance, as Michael was saying, reclamation. And the equinox, of course, is about balance. You know that fun trick you can do with the egg, and you can sit the egg on the table and it will stand up. <laughs> That's equinox fun and magic. And how as light workers do we attain balance in our lives? And one of the biggest ways, of course, is using the violet flame. And as we were reminded a couple of shows ago, the violet flame is a living consciousness, a living being of light with a mission and a purpose and a deep desire for intimacy in our lives. 
this was really fun to hear. I work with the Violet Flame, but this was another level that we were invited to move into. And Christine was joking with me before the call. She goes, it's time to consider the Violet Flame like a close buddy. I love that. So and then speaking an intention, I want to be close to you. I want you to wrap around me. I want, to, I want you to be my mentor and my friend during this time of transmutation, during this time of reclamation of balance. How can you help me? Show me. So that was fun to do. And Michael also was talking about how transmuters, a.k.a. balance restorers, that was a fun way to think about it too. And how much more powerful are we now at these gateways of restoring balance in our own lives and then being able to spread that balance to wherever we are, in our homes, with our families, in our workspaces, with our animals, with Mother Nature and the Earth Kingdom, balance in every area, within and without, above, so below, and restoring our balance with our family in the company of heaven, who we really are as a family of light with the fun story that Michael shared about how fun and intimate life can really be when we remember and restore the balance with our family in the higher dimensions. It's fun to think about. I had a violet flame moment this morning <laughs> walking my animals. For those of you who have multiple dogs, you'll appreciate the story with getting tangled up in the leashes. Of course, I always pray for the day where no leashes are ever needed. <laughs> I ask for that daily, hourly, minute by minute, and tangled up in leashes. And I start to tug and get frustrated on the leashes all being tangled on the walk. And I stopped. And I recognized that I was off balance. And I said, okay, let's take a breath. And I call in the violet flame, show me how to work with this. I am impatient and frustrated. I'm not getting my way. <laughs> and the violet flame, I think I actually heard the violet flame giggle or laugh and said, your way. Hmm, interesting. And so the violet flame showed me how to take the frustration and impatience and call in the flame and put it right in. Let it surround and consume it. And then choose love and then move into action. So I don't have to worry about the feeling, but I need to separate it from the action. I need to do, do something with it then. And the violet flame came close to be my buddy and show me how to do that. It immediately dissipated. I was able to easily untangle the leashes, choose love, and begin walking with a new level. And then as I walked, I heard the conversation about my way, God's way, God's way is my way. There's no difference with God's way being my way. And I surrendered uh, 10 steps into the walk going, Oh, another level of understanding about surrender. And if, if God's way is my way, then I want God's way. 
And God's way, of course, is patience and peace and understanding of violet flame. So it was, it was very it was very fun and easy and soft and no drama. I'm very grateful, Violet Flame. I want to say a personal thank you for your mentoring and teaching this morning. It was very meaningful to me. And as we move into this action together as a family, we bring our consciousness to the many light workers who have been in action with this Equinox Gateway for several days, along with Buddha and all the followers, all the light workers around the world. And we'd like to begin our action together, joining together with all light workers in consciousness and activity around the world, Mother and Father, dear Mother Earth, all the Earth Kingdoms, Grigstone, the Company of Heaven, our galactic family, we draw close to you. We know you are close. And with each other around the planet, our higher selves, our twin flames, and all of our teams. Marcia, thank you for this action. As Marcia says, the action is as simple as to say the next affirmations every hour at the top of the hour. And again, we will do this action as a family in consciousness today beginning now, tomorrow, and the next day. And then this will continue in our hearts through the Equinox Gateway. So together in your hearts, we will say, as Marcia has led us, I am the violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am the violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am the violet fire, purity God desires. Earth is the violet fire. Earth is the purity God desires. Earth is the violet fire. Earth is the purity God desires. Earth is the violet fire. Earth is the purity God desires. Humanity is the violet fire. Humanity is the purity God desires. Humanity is the violet fire. Humanity is the purity God desires. Humanity is the violet fire. Humanity is the purity God desires. To visualize the violet fire penetrating everything, inside, outside, all around, and come to that feeling state that close intimacy with the violet fire as a mentor, a friend, a buddy, a partner during those very intense and very special times we live in. Thank you. The time is now, Marcia says, with love and joy. Thank you, Marcia. So we will together as a family say this simple decree three times, I am the violet fire, I am the purity God desires three times each at the top of the hour for the next three days, continuing through the gateway. Wonderful. Thank you, Marcia. So I pass the talking stick back to the family to see if we have any closing remarks before we close with music. Catherine, Christine. Oh, we're here with the music, Meg. And here I think Christine will say bye-bye to folks. Hey, we love you guys. 
I think I'm just being told we're going to probably do a midweek show this week, so we'll let you all know about that. We love you a lot. So long, everybody. See you at the top of the hour. In things like heaven and in Jesus and the saints and all.